You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, we've heard a lot about Montreal. We've heard a lot about Orlando. Now the latest rumored city for MLB expansion and or relocation is, drum roll please, Nashville, Tennessee. Well, look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, Nashville, (laughs) Tennessee. Uh, And this was all broken and reported by Bob Nightingale. He's been on fire lately with uh, with what he's... Yeah, Bobby. Big game, Bobby, uh, with uh, <laughs> USA Today. An organization called the Music City Baseball Group is trying to acquire a team either through expansion or relocation, and they hope to become the first team in baseball history to have African-American majority ownership. That would be only the second in all of major sports, joining, of course, the Charlotte Hornets, owned by none other than Michael Jordan. We should note that Derek Jeter owns a minority stake in the Miami Marlins and uh, Magic Johnson owns a minority stake in the Los Angeles Dodgers. So uh, this team, if they do land a team, they would be called the Nashville Stars, uh, being the first MLB club to be named after a Negro League team. Let me say this, though. I'm all for uh, wanting to pay homage to the Negro Leagues, but you've already got the Dallas Stars NHL team. I'm thinking, here, here's my marketing advertising brain coming out. Hit you, it. You, you want a nickname yes. for a Nashville MLB baseball team? For the record, they do have a AAA team called the Nashville Sounds. How about this? Do you, do you have an idea what my guess might be? Or what my... No. Okay. But I think I, 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 th- I think you're going musically something like Nashville Notes. That is that's a good one. You are right. You are on the right track. Musically, Nashville hits. Ooh, that's good. Baseball music. It ties in. You put a little oh, Kevin uh, music Beautiful logo. What, what's it called? Mm. A music note. Cross it yeah. over with a baseball bat. Nashville hits. Nickname could be the Belmont Bashers. There you go. Done. I'm walking away. <laughs> Leaving the room like Costanza. All right. Kevo. That's my one for the day. That's it. Yeah. I leave at the peak. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. Great. Great job. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's, a, that's a, a great idea by the, the Nashville folks there uh, to do that with the ownership. Um, I like your name better. Uh, being a Tampa Bay Rays fan, yes. I don't like listening to too much expansion talk mm-hmm. because I don't – although I am a proponent of expansion, I do think 32 teams would be great uh, for the sport. I, I, I just 
I want the, the stadium issues to be fixed, man, before expanding. I don't want to talk about expansion until not only the Tampa Bay Rays, but the Oakland A's, too. They've got a mess down there. Maybe it's a little bit of a different mess than us, but we mm-hmm. can relate with, with, with our with our troubles. I don't want to hear any expansion talk until we fix the Tampa Bay Rays issues, and that means staying in Tampa Bay for for the whole season. I do agree with you there, and I, I'm 100% on board with that. And that, in the past, has been what MLB and Rob Manfred has said. We are not expanding. We do like the idea of expansion. I, I agree with you. I'd love to see 32 teams, um, but not until the stadium situations of the Oakland Athletics and the Tampa Bay Rays are resolved. Which brings up the question, do you think that the Rays, there's a threat of the Rays possibly being relocated to Nashville because this group says we just want baseball. We want MLB baseball in Nashville, whether by hook or by crook, whether it's relocation or giving us a team, letting us expand. We want something. Well, I mean, of course, it's, it's a threat. I, yes. I don't think that it, it's not any any city in the U.S. or outside the U.S. Rather, uh, any city out there that wants a, a baseball team. Uh, poses a threat to Tampa Bay Rays fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not to Stu. Stu is uh, licking his chops when people are showing the money. But uh, yeah, that's why I don't like talking about it. Yeah. You have to, unfortunately. But man, I just I, I think that any Rays fan doesn't want this to happen. The, the whole expansion, because then it would lead very quickly to a. Well, let's just poach the the Rays and bring them over here rather than let's begin a whole diff, a different franchise. It's more m- much more difficult to do that, yes. to begin from ground zero than just, okay, just give us the Rays. We'll, right. we'll call them the Nashville Rays. doesn't matter. Yeah. We'll keep I will, the unis. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I do not want to see the Nashville Rays become a thing. I'm okay with the, the, the Nashville sounds, the, the Nashville hits. Uh, the Nashville stars, that's fine, but do not, do not become the Nashville Rays or the Nashville Devil Rays. I would not be happy with that. Um, it's funny because the goal, you know where the winter meetings are going to be in 2021? Nashville? Nashville. And Oof. that is where this group is going to present Look their at that. plan. Ooh, man. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that opens up a little bit more of that thread, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. you're talking CBA talk. Yes. You're talking uh, – didn't uh, Stu said maybe a few months? I don't know. With COVID, I don't know what happened when. But Stu, I, I believe, mentioned in February that he would like to have by tw- before 2023 is done mm-hmm. to know what was going to happen to the Tampa Bay race with the lease. That right. ends in 2027. So essentially, there's all of 2021, all of 2022, and 23. So three years and a half left. Yeah. If you're talking the, the winter meetings that are in December of 2021, that could incite mm-hmm. some talk for sure. If I had to put my money on it, I would say that Nashville would expand. Baseball would expand to Nashville rather than relocate to Nashville. At least the Rays, I don't think they were, would relocate to Nashville. A couple things, um, unless Stu Sternberg wants to give up his majority stake mm-hmm. as an owner because this group, what do they want? They, ha- they want to have majority African-American ownership. Last I checked, Stu Sternberg isn't black. So I, nope. that, 
that that's the first thing that, that we got to address. The second thing is um, Nashville, and I think it would be a solid. I mean, the, there's been a lot of cities that have been talked about. You know, San Antonio, Portland, um, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas as well, um, Charlotte, even Orlando. By by the way, <laughs> let me say this: I think what this Nashville group is doing is much more well orchestrated and organized than what then, Pat uh, Williams is doing in Orlando, <laughs> designing a crappy yeah. little league logo, stepping up in front of a podium. I want a baseball team. Like, give me baseball. Like this, th- these guys, they've got Dave Stewart on board. They've got Dave Dabrowski on board. He's actually moving to Nashville. They've got some, some rich guys that are, that are being part of this. Th- this is actually like some kind of plan instead of Pat Williams saying, uh, can we get baseball, please? And and just and nah. creating a, a a website and and getting some signatures. This is this Pat, is well more designed. Pat Williams got on his Windows ninety five and yeah. used Paint to to do that logo, and then went into a senior care center and said, "Hey, give me a baseball team." Oh, there's cameras. Hey, I want a baseball team. Yeah, it was ridiculous. This is way better organized. It seems a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Talking about those cities, other cities though. Honestly, for me, I think Portland makes the mo- the, the the best sense for an expansion team. I like really? by far. Yeah. I think yeah. I would rather see one in Vegas because between California and where the Rockies are, there's like nothing else on the West Coast. And Thank Washington already make- has, a, has a team. Thank you for making my point, though. Uh, ish. Yeah baseball's a regional sport you need that rivalry yeah i know people say well the, the, the race don't have a rival with the with the marlins and we do though we the, the, i know everybody's mm-hmm. like such a series like you like seeing that rivalry in-state rivalry texas definitely has that who the heck is is the rival for the seattle mariners evergreen trees yeah wolves Chats. Canadians, no, nothing. No, you look at a map of the U.S. and Canada for for for, mm-hmm. for 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 argument's sake, and you're going to see that that little dot of Seattle is very far away from any other team. You know, incredibly. No- so Portland would make that rivalry happen. It would be an instant rivalry that baseball would thrive off of. What about Vancouver? How far is Vancouver from Seattle? That's Victoria is even closer. Ooh. That might be you're you're trying to get your more of your Canadian footprint. Yeah, just throwing that out Good there. One. But I I do honestly what MLB probably needs to do rather than expand. I mean I think Nashville is a fine city and all, um, and they they already have. I mean, I don't know if they. I guess their idea would be to build a brand new ballpark, but their AAA ballpark it's got a perfect skyline. It it only seats ten thousand. That's your big issue there. I mean you, you'd have yeah. to find a you, maybe you just knock that down and rebuild there. But right. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams that kind of surround Perry chiming in here. Uh, Perry um, likes Nashville. Yeah, I guess so. Um, in that Mid-South area, like you're already surrounded by the, you got the Braves, you got the Royals, you've got the Indians, you've got the Reds, like you, you've got the Cardinals, you've got all these teams that are kind of surrounded in that purview where on the West Coast, like all your teams are in California, basically, like for all yeah. intents and purposes. Exactly. Um, the other thing I want to mention about Nashville and why I think I didn't get to the second point about why I think that the Rays would not relocate to Nashville is um, Nashville just landed an MLS team and uh, they are paying. There's a publicly financed stadium with a $275 million price tag. 
And since then, the, the mayor there has all but come out and said, okay, yeah, you, you can have we, – we are all for baseball. We are all for professional sports, but we don't want another pro- public dollar to go towards said stadium. So if they can get all go. the private financing aligned – because we know that – I think any city that is willing to offer a sweetheart deal for Stu – Then Stu says, sure. Yes. Of course. We'll we'll go to we'll go to Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, if you're gonna pay for a nine hundred million dollars stadium, <laughs> yeah. why not? For sure. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, we put this out on Twitter. Should MLB expand to thirty-two teams? Forty-six percent say yes. Fifty-four percent say no. And we got a really interesting comment from Peter Glasgow. He says, "I've always thought each state should have at least one MLB team." Hmm. Wow. So you're talking about wow. what, like a 60, 70, like this is college football or something where <laughs> everybody has a team. I mean, I'd, I'd hate to be the, the guy drafted to, to the Alaska team or the, the North or South Dakota team. But that's that's what you would be. No, I would hate to be this, the, the scheduler of that yeah. of that nightmare uh, league. That would be crazy difficult yeah. to, to 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 pull off. I mean, I get what he's saying, though. You know, mm-hmm. again, I mean, you would technically grow about. the game. Yeah, I mean, grow the game. But I, I mean, it's regional. Baseball is such a regional sport. So I get what he's saying. Like, you know, give one to maybe every state. Maybe you can't do that because there's already two and and maybe even more. I think how many does Cali have? It's ridiculous. But Half a dozen. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so if you could kind of manage it that way, although Cali is pretty big, too. But yeah. I don't know. I, I think if you are going to expand, make rivalries happen that are not there. That's why I think Portland would be fantastic. You already create a Seattle mm-hmm. um, rivalry right there. Uh, and Nashville is good, but I think a lot of you've already got a cluster already been, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So something I like your point about Colorado being also by itself. You know, uh, maybe put something over there. Vegas seems like a good one. Yeah, whatever's the kind of the nearest big city between Vegas, Denver, and California. You cannot throw another team in California. I think that's no. It, you got to end it right they have there. Enough. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. For sure. Um, there was something else I, I was going to mention about this, but I totally, totally lost my train of thought. Peter Glasgow I, just totally threw me for a ride there with that comment about every <laughs> every state getting their getting their own uh, MLB team. Oh, here's what I was going to say. It's funny that you know MLB is trying to. I don't necessarily totally disagree with it, but they're, they're for expansion yet contraction of minor league teams. So if you do expand to 32 teams, they do have to realize that they're going to have to add at least like another eight minor league teams, right? Isn't that you, you got to well, have a farm system for, for a Nashville team and a Las Vegas team or whatever it is. Just saying. Maybe not. Maybe not, Kevo. Maybe they're thinking, well, are we... Again, this is thinking very nicely of MLB and I don't think very nicely of MLB, but here goes. Maybe they're thinking, you know what? Ah, we're losing too many athletes to NFL and to NBA. Just going high school to uh, or college direct, directly to to the the big leagues over there, NBA and NFL. We got to do something. We got to take that minor league system and shrink a, a, a little bit and let those stars really rise. Maybe you take out a portion of that minor leagues, and then it becomes a two step. Instead of a four-step process, yeah, you know, summer A minus league, then high A, then A, then double A, then triple A, you know, mm-hmm. all instructional league. You know, maybe you just condense that into just 
You're getting, your you're first playing. year. Yeah. Your second year, this is it. You're in the big show. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. That's a very interesting point. And I tell you what, that would definitely bring more intrigue to the MLB draft. Be like, oh, we're going to see this guy in two years instead of five or six. Like, yeah. That's how, a good how many point. quarterbacks are being lost that could be 500 home run hitters? Right. That could be, you know, the, the, the next Ricky Henderson, you know, Tyler Murray. You know, Patrick Mahomes, a lot of guys. Exactly. They, they were told, you know what? It's going to take five five years for you to get into the big stage, but you can sign yeah. with us and it'll take uh, the next four months. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I, four months sounds better. Yeah. I will say as of right now, the, the best shot to be a professional athlete, to get paid playing a sport in America is through baseball. Yes. Because they're... <laughs> uh there's 40 round typically 40 rounds in the it's MLB tr- draft not to mention all the undrafted free agents that are signed like if you played college ball somewhere you can probably <laughs> you can probably get it's going to be a small paycheck but you can get a, a independent a small league paycheck. yeah an independent league or a ball or whatever which yeah. you know i guess indie league we're gonna we're gonna see some uh this year you know but um if this all doesn't go to to, to hell but yeah that would be very interesting i, I think they might condense again this is if mlb Thinks straight. If you're gonna gut the minor league uh, teams, which you shouldn't, but right. if you're gonna do, then do something smart with it, which would be condensing it so that athletes, college level, high school, have an opportunity to keep in within the industry and get to the show way faster. Ulysses Zambrano for MLB Commissioner. You have my vote. Mm, Let's build a campaign. <laughs> your, here's your fifteen million dollars or whatever Manfred takes. You'd probably be okay with uh, just this portion of his salary. I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take 10%. How about that? 10% Baseball's that. trying to save money, right? And you know what? Fire uh, Manfred. Exactly. And, and I'll give you a, a slice of that, of course. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll be your campaign manager. Uh, here, here's the other poll question we put out there. Is Nashville a viable city for an MLB franchise? 66% say yes, 20% say no, and 14% say unsure. All right. We're almost a week through the first week of, we're calling it summer camp now, not spring training 2.0. We'll take a look at some of the big storylines pertaining to the Rays, but first. Okay, Ulysses, we're almost a week through the first week of workouts, summer camp, whatever we want to call it, with the Rays. Rays players actually back at the trop. Is there any update on the missing five, or are they still... MIA as of right now, Rosarina, Torinos, Martinez, Glass, now Meadows. It, it, should we just assume that they either have COVID or have been exposed to somebody with COVID? Or well, you know what you know what they say about assuming Kevin. So I'm not going to assume anything, but it's definitely not uh, something they're talking about, and they are still missing. From what I, I've I've last heard and, and seen on, on the interwebs, nothing, man. Nothing this is like from a, those five. This is like a game of Clue. Um, out, okay, them aside, because we don't know where they are. They they could just be right. I, I feel like Ray's PR is just playing a game with the media at this point. Well, we we're not, not going to tell you what they're doing. They they could be working out underneath the fields for all you know. Yeah, they could. And um, and, and and the social media uh, from the Rays is pretty pretty lively. So yes. they, they could be doing something yes. like that. Um, so there's been a lot of um different things that have come out about uh what players have done so far in this almost first week. Um, like we're hearing good things from Jose Alvarado. Blake Snell today was thrown 94 to 96. Chaz Rowe has an improved cutter. Anthony Bonda back on the mound. 
there's a lot of other things as well, but what do you think has been the biggest revelation so far in this first week of summer camp or the thing that stands out to you most in the Uh, last five days or so? Daniel Robertson still uh, is throwing bats when he uh, is swinging, can't hold on to the bat, and he's uh, hitting into double play still. So Wow. Some things never change. You know, he's still in midseason form, D-Rob. Uh, no, I think a couple things got my, my attention. Morton said after Wednesday's summer camp training uh, that he could go four to five innings Ooh. per start. Isn't that exciting? Yes. It is exciting. Four to five. That's that's way more than I thought would be allowable for for not even any pitcher, but Morton especially. I might have to retract my statement I made Monday where I was like, hey, if Morton or Snell or whoever gets pulled out after three, four innings, don't blame it on (laughs) Kevin Cash or the staff. It might be the opposite. It might be something where these pitchers kind of had an idea of – we're going to be playing baseball this season. And as the negotiations yeah. continued and they're like, okay, we might not be at the trop. We, we might not be at Charlotte sports park, but we're going to be throwing the ball somewhere, whether it's our backyard or a private yeah. training facility, we're going to be getting our work in. So that might've given them a little bit more of a leg up instead of just stopping completely and sitting on their butts and, and not throwing for so long. And, and he is the headliner, but within him, I mean, um, within that headline, I mean, Trevor Richards apparently was killing it with the changeup. Everybody in four mm-hmm. batters face, four Cade. Uh, Alvarado, like you said, I, I want to use uh, um, an oxymoron here. I think he can be a peaceful weapon, Ooh. Jose Alvarado. I like it. His, his mind is calm, tranquil, right? But you know how nasty he can be. And at the end of that, at the late end bullpen arm, man. Again, peaceful weapon I'll, I'll, for I'll for tell him. you, with Alvarado, if he's throwing strikes, and I know he kind of threw the first couple balls in the dirt his first time out there, but um, I think 10 of his 15 pitches were strikes. Mm-hmm. If he's throwing mostly strikes, he's going to be unhittable. Nobody's going to be yeah. able to hit against him. Like it, It's one of those things where an opposing batter is like, I just hope he just can't throw strikes because that's the only way I'm going to be able to get on base against this guy that is throwing 99 mile an hour balls that, that move like wiffle balls and Frisbees. Like, right. So that's nuts. It's going to be more difficult for, for hitters, you know, and apparently that the pitchers are, are, are there. Yeah. Which is good. By the way, any, any update on Trevor Richards, if uh, he's dyed his hair or is it still going just for men has called? I don't know. I don't know if just for men called him after we, we, we said that he should be their spokesperson, but uh, well, maybe yeah. if he has a great year, maybe if he has an all-star caliber year, that might be something where well, he can get know, that sponsorship. We should get him on the show, talk to him about it, see how he feels, and and maybe we go from there. But mm-hmm. um, okay, another pitcher, Snell. Obviously, like you said, ninety four, ninety six. That's nice to hear. Yes. That's nice to hear. And he says, "Don't even talk to me about the elbow issue that I had in spring training. It's not even an issue. So please stop asking me about it." Awesome. That's great news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yarbrough, killing it over there. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of good things on the on the on the pitching side that we've heard from this whole yes. first week. How how about the hitting? What have you? What has caught your eye the most on on the hitting side? Okay, a couple things, and this is more position player side than hitting per se. But have you seen so Nate Lowe? is taking a lot of ground balls at third. 
Mm-hmm. And by the way, have you seen a picture of Nate Lowe recently? Dude, lo- dude the, the, he looks like a whole other person. He looks like what Nate Lowe's 2019 younger brother would have looked like. Yes, he is Nate Lowe minus probably, I would say, at least 25 pounds. And yeah, he, yeah, he, he looks, looks good, like an athlete. You can see the muscles. Yeah. You can see the striations. Like you, you wouldn't, if you put a side by side, you probably wouldn't recognize the two <laughs> guys. So he's taking balls at third, which means a couple of things opens up the versatility even more. You could get a lefty yep. at third base, maybe give Yandy Diaz a breather from playing every day. You know, how many times was he on the IL last year? Three times. Yes, but I've got a conspiracy theory. Okay, what's your conspiracy theory? Conspiracy theory, they're really not going to let Yoshi play a lot of third base. Okay, that's fair. So they're they're going to use either him in left field or at most first base on mm-hmm. the field. They're not going to use him at third, and that's why Nate Lowe is going to field the grounders lefty stick. Yes. So I think that's that's what's going to happen there. I think he's going to be the third baseman there when Yandy's not there. Follow up. He could be a better bat. He should be a better bat. You would think at least more pop in his bat than Joey Wendell, who they might use at third or exactly. Rob. If, if the, the lefty righty splits don't take uh, as much into account, it's interesting because I think it was one of those things where Nate Lowe saw the writing on the wall. This mm-hmm. is a team that has a lot of depth. It's a team that has a next man up mentality. And if I don't get in shape, I can be left behind very easily i could take my 106 ops plus and be be sent somewhere else or 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 squander in triple a you have to stand out from the competition and i know that they're teammates and they love each other and that's awesome and hoorah they're your competition too Mm -hmm. gman choi is your competition so how do you make yourself better than the competition stand out for kevin cash to see Take some grounders to third. Be good at it. You know what? Work on my physique. I did it. I love, love, love what Nate Lowe has shown in this last nine months to change himself. Yes. I think it's fantastic. It speaks so much about the work ethic and who he is as a as a person and a ball player. And uh, I I really am rooting a lot for for Nate Lowe. Yes. The other thing, and you mentioned his name, Yoshi Satsuko. Reports are that he's just hitting bombs out there. Hidden advertising signs and right field. Long and so on balls. And so on. Yes. Long balls. Yes. He's, I think he was in the same hitting group as Yandy Diaz and Hunter Renfro. And if people, <laughs> reporters, are pointing out what Yoshi's doing, that is a good sign because those yes. guys uh, do not lack for power. But something really interested me in what Kevin Cash said. Um, and it was about Yoshi being comfortable with the amount of reps he's getting. Um, because we know in this COVID-19 era, guys might not get as much work as they're able to get in or comfortable right. with. And I know in Japan, it's all about reps, reps, reps. It's all about how much mm-hmm. work can I get in? Because I remember like this was so long ago and it still sticks out of my head. You remember Kosuke Fukudome came over yeah. from Japan to Chicago. His issue was like he worked out so hard. He, his pregame routine was so intense that by game time, he'd be exhausted. He just wouldn't really have anything left. And we know, like Ichiro Suzuki, how like quirky he is about his bats and about his routine and everything. But it's good to hear that Yoshi is happy, satisfied with the amount of work he's getting. And I think, honestly, I know there's been just the logistical issues and the travel issues and trying to 
assimilate into a new culture and country through all this. I think getting a reboot at spring training, summer camp, whatever you want to call it, is good for him where he can go back and say, okay, I'm familiar with these guys now. Uh, here's what I did in the first run at spring training that I'm, I'm not going to do this time around. Or, or I, I was just kind of feeling That's myself out. This, this, this could really help him out of, I can really get my feet underneath me for this. Hitting that pause button for, for Yoshi, for the cultural shock of it all, actually m- m- might be a good point. You yeah. know, because I think he, he arrived maybe mid-February. Mm-hmm. right so and he probably left late, late march that's that's a good six weeks to say mm-hmm. holy crap what was that and what did it like what did it not like and then coming back you already know the team you know right. the guys uh the manager you know it's it's a little bit simpler than just going yeah. full depth i think uh, and, and then not having that the family aspect of your culture mm-hmm. you miss it and all that. i think it's a little bit easier for him to, to right. come back after that pause so I, I like i like that point yeah yeah how mu- how many of us would like to go back and do something over again like oh that job interview oh, yeah. if i just had a second chance <laughs> at it i could mm-hmm. go back and, and right my wrongs here i could have made a little bit of a different answer here or there. Like even on this podcast, sometimes after I think about it, I was like, Oh, I should have mentioned this, right? I should have brought this up. Every time after I, I stopped speaking, I'm like, well, you, you could have said it better. <laughs> hey, if we all, we all have that issue. Hey, <laughs> kind of unrelated to all this, you know, I think it was last week. We've been talking about it a little bit, but the possibility of somebody hitting 400 this year. Right. I've got, something I want to bring up and I don't know if it's been brought up before. I'm sure it's been thought about. I don't know what the answer is, but I wonder what the minimum games or at bats will be needed to qualify for the league leaders in this 60 game season is because if it's 40 games, 45 games, if it's 150 at bats versus 200 at bats, that can make a difference in whether there's a a 400 hitter or not. It's like, uh, three point one. Okay. Usually, right? Plate appearances. Three point one plate appearances. Uh, man. So, so if you, if you I can't say, do I, I can't do exa- quick math right now, but for example, like say Mike Trout misses the first three weeks of the season or whatever, first two weeks, and then he's batting second in the order or leadoff or every game he's getting four to five at bats, if not more. Like how he qualify? Like it, well, it you could do. be. Okay. In that in that sense, for example, he misses the first two weeks. He's still leading, but he doesn't have the qualifying. I think they just take off the plate appearances and then just drop that to a zero. Okay. And then if he's still leading, he's the batting average champion. I, I just I just thought about that because I wonder what you know the, the fewer at bats you get, that might be the the greater opportunity to bat four hundred. I know. I'm telling. I'm. T- I think there will be a four hundred hitter. I know. I said the other day. I got I got all hyped up and I, and I said. Uh, 28 home runs that might be a little bit too much i think you're right maybe 25 uh home runs in a season but i think so i think somebody's gonna hit 400 if somebody's bound to get hot for 60 games you can do this in 60 games now the one thing that i'll say this is that from at least the race camp from what we're seeing is that the pitchers are ready to Mm -hmm. go yes um the hitters maybe not so much I thought it was so, going to be backwards, but it could be what you're saying for sure. Yeah. So I think uh, it, it might be a pitcher's league for a while. And even Hunter Renfro said that, you know, now mixing the NL and the American 
League East together into the Super Duper East, um, you, you're going to see a lot of good pitching. I mean, we're going to face yeah. uh, Scherzer. Well, no, not we. We're gonna yeah, we're not, sit. thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to uh, watch it. But, uh, yeah, Scherzer, DeGrom, uh, Strasburg. Uh, the Braves go six deep. I mean, the Marlins yeah. have some young pitchers that throw hard. It ain't going to be easy, that's for sure. No. At the very no. least for the Rays, they're facing the best of the best, we think. The best part yeah. of the bull, best bullpen, part of the best – group of starters that that they might see one two season. three baby i yeah. mean if we if we end up seeing glass now mm-hmm. yeah that's that's the big question where is tyler glass now well yeah we'll, we'll find out we know Chaz Rowe. he's got it, it was a it was a blister on his finger that that was the issue that's it, it wasn't COVID. it wasn't COVID. there you go okay so who's gonna bat 400 who's your guy I th- you might oh have said not yet before. not yet okay. too early too early okay I'll, I'll, I'll flip it on you okay Michael Perez actually took Charlie Morton deep today. Okay. Oh. Mikey. Mikey Perez. <sighs> Who's going to play more games? Mike Zunino or Michael Perez? I know you're in the Zunino season. Oh, it's going to have to be Zunino. You think Zunino. Zunino's going to play more if games it, than Perez? If it's not injury-related, if, if both these guys are healthy, yeah. I do absolutely 100% think it's going to be Zunino based on the working with what the pitching does, staff. Give me okay. Give me two things, two two traditional stats that Zunino has to be hitting in order for Perez not to substitute him um, on the lineup. You, mean, you want me to give you numbers or yes? Estimates? So like, if he's hitting two twenty, he stays. Honestly, I think even if he's batting one ninety, he still stays. I think because of what he, he does defensively and with the pitching staff, yeah. I do. 180. I'll say 180. 170. Oh, my gosh. I'll say 170. Still, at 170, you, you still think Perez is I think, not I going s- to get the bulk? I still think if Mike Zanino wow. bats 170. I don't think he will. I think he's going to hit over the Mendoza line. I still think he gets the, for lack of a better term, bulk of the action this year. Okay. Especially okay, because we, the uh, how much has Perez been able to work with these guys? You know, Zanino, right. Zanino had all last year. Well, he only had ninety games. TDA guy got the got the bulk in the end. You know, right, right. But he got a lot more work than than Michael Perez yeah. did. Yeah, and I sure. think in this shortened season, when you're gonna try, you're gonna be working with so many different guys. I, I think Zanino at least. I will say he's an, I mean, I'm willing to put a prop bet on it that Zanino plays more games than Mike Perez. I'm not ready to make that prop okay. bet official, but I like it because I think uh, Perez is coming for somebody's job. And it's I, I sure job. hope so. I, I sure hope him and his neck tattoo is coming for somebody's job. I'd love to see it. On that note, that'll wrap up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Friday.